that time, you already know. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. You tuned in to the track stop. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? Uh-huh, the Wild and Out edition. <laughs> uh, welcome to the track stars. Make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram. Like the Facebook page. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right? Man, we got heaven on earth in the building. All of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them are in the building. <laughs> So, what up, RG, sir? Can you introduce everybody for me, please? Yeah, actually, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. This is Heaven on Earth, a collective of artists, producers, creators who just... Man, it's it's in the name. Heaven yeah, on yeah, Earth. Yeah. That's the mission. That's the mission in the game, but Are y'all going for, like, a Guinness Book of World Records on, on collective? <laughs> like, <laughs> something like that. Something it's a like lot. That. We got NK. Uh, my name's not Clyde. I go by NK to B. Okay, I gotta get up to it. Yo, what up? Cleso, a Cleso, not a Cleso, it's a Cleso. Uh, and yeah, I'm with the gang, I'm with the gang. I go by A3. <laughs> uh, 35 from the east side, 350. Go by AC or mixed by AC. It's your boy Garnell, kilowatts. Yeah. Romar. <laughs> <laughs> Enzo Grand, producer. Yeah. Young Sauce. Yeah. Juice Bangers. Yes, oh. yeah. we, also, we also got Kayla Mitchell. He's not here right now. Yeah, here in spirit. Yeah, spirit. Couldn't spirit. make it. Couldn't make it. Yeah. Okay. So what's okay. crazy is that we've actually talked to probably most of y'all individually. Like y'all have either been on this show or y'all rocked with us during the pandemic. So it's good to see everybody, man. Good to have everybody in the studio, man. All right. Top question. How did this happen? This yeah. is this when I heard about this, I was like, what? What's happening? Talk about yeah. this. How did this come together? Bro, it's been like two years in the works, though. Um, like, it feels like random, but we've been at it for a minute. And all of us are like real life homies. Like, we've known each other for a minute. So when it came to coming together as a collective yeah, and as yeah. a group, it was just like, it was automatic. It was easy. Like, I hit up, uh, I hit up Mikey 350. I call him <laughs> by his name. Uh, yeah. I hit up 350. We got him in, in A3 on and then yeah. hit up a Cleso, hit up the gang and like, bro, it was automatic for everybody. It was like, yo, here's the, here's the vision. Here's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And it was like, all right, let's ride. Let's go. And we locked in. We got a couple. Shoot, how many times did we link up, bro? Three, four. Three, three four, four times. Yeah. Three, four times. Camps, yeah. like, just wow. camps locked in intentionally, like. Not posting Not posting No, it. Yeah, not, not, not talking about telling our friends that we're yeah. coming to town. Yeah, that was Yo, we had to, like, I didn't tell my wife. people, bro. Wow. <laughs> my Is wife it? didn't know where I was for, <laughs> <laughs> for a few weekends, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> isn't isn't this hard, though? It. Like, it's it's so many people. It's so many different personalities. I know the, the like-mindedness of Christ is the center of you all's foundation, so that's good. But isn't it hard to, you know, come together and say, I want to contribute this or I want to contribute that or, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that hard? I would say, no, nah, I think we obviously disagree. We have disagreements yeah. and we have like conversations, but 
we all respect each other. We yeah, all yeah, love yeah, each yeah. other. We rock with each other. And yeah. so it's just like, if somebody don't rock with some, something, they just bring it up. Yeah. It's a conversation. It might, it might get resolved. It might not. <laughs> but we talk it through. And, yeah. and that's what it is. It's all, it's all love. You're also talented. And, yeah. and I would say, especially like on the rap side, hook side, and production side. It's like y'all covering all the bases. What was like the vision for this Avengers team? What do you guys see? Like, what is it that you imagine in the future? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's really just heaven on earth. But go ahead, I'm gonna let them talk. Maybe I can take this one. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me just say this. Now, I feel like it's really just um, like the vision, the goal overall is really just to, to help usher in heaven on earth and yeah. to have that realized, like, mm-hmm. not just in the space. Um, but in the spaces adjacent, like, you know, in any any facet of life that we touch. Because I think the thing that makes us so unique is that we all come from different places. We're from different backgrounds, you know, different upbringings. And it's like, what does heaven on earth look like? What does heaven mm. look like? That's like the vision. That's the main thing. But as far as like near goals, I mean, I think it's just to to represent Christ and excellence in more than just, you know, lifestyle, but even in art. And creativity and all that wow. stuff. Yeah. Wow! Can I also add? Can I? Yeah. <laughs> you you uh, may. You may. I think one thing also that we talked about early on was um, not just being what people expect from us. You know, mm-hmm. we wanted we wanted to represent something that people didn't expect. So like. You know, I think on the comments we had a lot of like, yo, Caleb Mitchell's part of this group. Like, I didn't expect that, but it's like we're all representing Christ, whether it looks like it, like to this certain group of people or not. Like, that's what heaven is. We're all very different and mm-hmm. we all come from different spaces, but we all have the same mission, you know? Man, I, I resonate with that so much. Just the idea, you know, you guys seen our show where we don't always agree, but the conversation can spark something in somebody's mind and say, that's what it is because even though me and Ryan don't always see eye to eye that communication helps us unlock something that God may be saying beyond what we grew up with we could when we hash it out it makes it even better you know what I mean so I that's a great vision to have for you guys all you guys are so talented so to see you guys all together it blew my mind it blew my mind really really so so talk about like so each of you have been releasing music recently have you been saving stuff for this like what what's are you what's happening now like just give me a vision of what's coming in the next couple months (laughs) ac mixes everybody's music oh you can mix it we've been holding off a lot a lot of stuff um that's coming up and we do have an album on the way okay How, how on the way Pretty soon, sooner than you think. How soon? Like, how soon? How soon? How soon? Oh, am, I, am I allowed to say? How yeah. soon? Go ahead. This is coming out Friday. Yes, oh. Six days, six days. Okay, all right. Give me more. What is it called? What, like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Heaven on Earth, self-titled. Um, and yeah, no, nah, we've been... Our introduction. We've been locked in for a good minute, and... <laughs> It's been, it's not like anybody was sending tracks or anything, yeah. like, yo, bounce on it, hop on this, or I got this idea. It was, like, intentional, like, we all were locked in in the studio, just making music, making the best music we could make. How many songs? <sighs> Do we say it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 songs. I'm going to push 30, 30 packs is crazy. I was afraid to I was afraid to ask because I couldn't. I can't really separate quality from quantity right now. Like I know it's quality, but I would imagine that you guys would want to like put out a lot of stuff. So ten, 
Yeah, y'all, y'all narrowed it down to ten. It's, <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny because originally we were, we were wanting to do like sixteen or something like that, yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we just narrowed it down to the, the solid ten and yeah. locked in and finished those. All right, so take wow. me into the into the studio with you guys. So, you I imagine you you all have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear from you too. I, we, you guys all have ideas. So how do you guys divvy up? Okay, three y'all gonna be on this song. All of us gonna be on this one. Like, how, like just explain this process because I'm sure people are like really excited about this. Zo, Zo, Zo. Go ahead and Zo. We talk what like divvying up the yeah. Like how does how does the, how do you plan on who's gonna be on what? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the different camps have been like just really organic in yeah. terms of making music. Some of the songs started outside of camp, and then we brought them in, and then brought once everybody was together, we kind of just said like, "Oh, we think you go crazy on this." Yeah, pointing at each artist, and then also like making sure that each artist has a moment on the songs too, not just it sounding like you don't know who's having whose spot is up right now. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. like. Each person really shines on each record, and each producer has like their own sound too. So, it's it was cool. It was a really cool organic yeah. process, and I feel like half the time it was just like having a big jam session like, yeah. with the homies. That's yeah. exciting, man. Yeah. So we finished the days literally having a jam session. Like everything we made, yeah. During that day, we did show and tell. Yeah. Three in the morning, we, just if we had like different rooms with different people that like, we just like walk around, and then at the end of the yep. day, we do like a show and tell where we just show everything. That oh, day. that's dope. So where is all this happening? Is this happening in Atlanta? Like where are you guys recording all this? Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge. Yeah, we went to Blue Ridge <laughs> once okay. in the mountains. Um, in the mountains. Wow. You'll hear Atlanta, us reference yeah. the mountains uh, in the in the album. Yeah. I know I do. I think I've heard it a few times. Wow. Yeah, so, so yeah. Blue Ridge. <laughs> I hear my, my own up north in the boonies. <laughs> so okay, there's a lot to unpack, guys. You have to work with the me on this. So, did you guys all collectively decide to move from wherever you were staying to Atlanta to do this or you all just meet in Atlanta to do the production do the recording yeah. and, and well, then you bounce most back most of us are actually already here okay so um yeah we were I mean it was easy to, okay. just to link up and then whoever was flying in okay was so I'm getting a ton of questions from from the audience alright so number one independent release or is this through a label is there going to be a heaven on earth behind the scenes type or have you been, have you guys been recording oh yeah all Bro, the we got so many videos <laughs> yeah we got too much all right i got a question is there clear leadership roles amongst the group mm. right i mean is this running like a business is this like when you guys get booked? Like, is there somebody that has the specialization that says, "Okay, I'm dealing with communications. I'm dealing with, uh, you know, yeah. finances." Like, how does that work? Yeah. So yeah, we we allocated different roles to each person. It's twelve of us, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like we, you know, one person got to carry the burden for everybody. So yeah. um, amongst us, there's there's teams and groups for like digital marketing, communications. Um, finances, everything, content. Yes, we're all working together because we're all multifaceted creatives. Yeah. Like we're not just. Yeah. I don't think anybody in the group is linear to where they're just solely making music or solely doing yeah. one thing. Everybody on has a bunch of skills, and yeah, we make the best of all of it. So who else is involved? Because I see you got a cameraman. Let's shout him out. Matt. Big shout out, Matt. 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 I don't know. So who's doing like you know like cover art, videos, all the behind the yeah. scenes stuff? So for the videos, we actually tapped in with Johnny Clay um, yeah. from the Studio, who is incredible. He is 
Yeah, Britt. the best. Him and Britt um, locked in, and yeah, we executed some of our best videos, I feel yeah, like. All of us. We have more coming. Videos. Yeah, we got oh, videos. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we tapped in with Johnny Clay, and then um, everything else is all in house, man. Yeah, it's all in the whole team, yeah. I have my last question for controversy. Show of hands who all is married. What you mean? Okay, all right. Oh. So, and this is you trying to son him? No, 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 no. I'm trying to figure out how this is working on household by household. Oh, okay, like, I got you. How the timing and the the uh, commitment, all of that works out. Because y'all said like 350, you said your wife didn't see you for a couple of weekends. I was kidding. Yeah. Um, the the great thing about it is is all our girls' wives have been with us since like. We was rapping in front of five people, or like okay. they've see, they've seen the journey. Yeah, they've seen the struggle, and like one thing about our wives, girlfriends, like they truly believe in us, and they understand like Good. you know the calling we have on our lives. Like you know what I mean? And it it's not necessarily like a monetary thing. It's just like they just love and believe in us. And also we have structure too. It's not like you know we're neglecting our families. We're absent. You know, husbands or fathers like. You know, we do our best to, like, communicate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just set boundaries or learning to set even better boundaries. Yeah. You know, so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, like, they really, really ride for us. And we really ride for them, too. It's not like, it's just one-sided, like, okay, they just support our goals. Like, we 100% support their goals and what they want to do, too. And, yeah, we... I'm going I'm to leave it at that. Well, I, I want to talk... You brought up something that's interesting. I want to know what it feels like for you guys on this grind of up-and-coming artists to starting to make waves to being household names to like what's that journey been like for all y'all because we've talked to you guys individually about it but like you guys collectively probably communicate a lot about how it feels to not be known and be known and then especially as a christian in this space it's a weird business mm -hmm. what, is, what what do you guys see this industry like because you guys are a lot younger than us we'll just admit that <laughs> What do you feel like? Because we've seen years of this happen. I want to know you guys' experience. Uh, you gotta go up. Cool. I would say uh, it's a process uh, of, like, waiting and knowing that, like, God's timing is perfect. You know, because uh, I'm the youngest artist in the, in the group. And I think for me at times I got, like, very, uh, like, impatient. I'm like, man, like, I look up to all these dudes and I'm like, dang, like, I want to get it popping, you know, mm. but there would be days that Kleso, RG, my brother, like, they would just sit me down and talk to me like, man, like, God's timing is perfect. Because we're supposed to drop, like, two years yeah, like a year ago, two oh, years ago. Oh, this has been going on yeah, this long? Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to drop, like, wow. time and time again. But, you know, things happen. God's Like I said, God's timing is perfect. So I think uh, knowing that his timing is perfect and knowing that... Um, his plans are better than, than our plans, you know, for us. So I think yeah. that's how it's been. So. Go ahead, go again. I want to hear you. No, no, no. I think the thing about music and our careers, the career path we took, is a lot of it is, it's like 50% the work you put in mm -hmm. and 50% just God's favor. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's at, at some point you put the music out and it's out of your hands. It's yeah, whatever yeah. people gravitate to, whatever whoever listens that like might be tapped into something else and it opens a whole new door for you yeah so it's like i guess it's just trusting that as well where it's like yeah like we we got our own plans but god ultimately yeah. has the last say so god, wow. that's god, good god made a way, god made a way. Can, can i can i add to that too um when you when you ask how do we feel like 
being household names and all stuff. Like we're really regular. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Facts. like, like if we go somewhere and people like overreact, it's like honestly like weird to us because it's like mm-hmm. we're really regular. Like you know, like we can have normal conversations. I don't think any of us, none of us, think like we're better than the next man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're not celebrities. It's like we just made really good music that people gravitate to, but like we truly love Jesus. So it's not about like moving in a space where we feel like, oh man, we can't associate or we gotta be like kind of too cool for school. It's like, yeah. no, nah, like we're really regular, like regular people. Like, like all of us, we go to church, like we serve, like like we're really regular people. Okay. So so that's interesting to me because like for me, Jeremiah and Ryan. What was more important about us doing the show all these years was what we talk about off mic, right? The accountability we have. If I'm struggling with something, Ryan could call me, Jeremiah could call me, whatever. How are you guys interacting as far as accountability, lifting each other up, you know, making sure each other are good? Explain that part. Go ahead, AC. Talk about it. So the handshake. So the handshake. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I feel like... um, (laughs) I feel like even sometimes there'll be moments within us in the group chats or even conversations and when there's time that we give each other space and kind of like just to understand the moment of like not letting the emotion get built up and things like that. And it feels really healthy to be able to talk to people, things like that, and within our group. And so I think we just kind of set the time to individually go out to each other and talk uh, if there's something in between us or or if there's something going on with one person um we'll reach out to one of us you know what i'm saying um there's a lot of us so it's like even to reach out to everybody and kind of say like oh i'm going through something um sometimes you just have your people within the group and and that's okay but it's it's still more than enough so okay. it's still it's great yeah. And we set the tone from the jump. Like, yeah. before we had any sessions, we we had Bible study. Like, yeah. before we locked in on the music, like, um, Kyle was leading us through through the scripture, and, and we still making it a priority because yeah. at the end of the day, like, the music is cool, but, like, mm-hmm. what we have as a unit, like, the brotherhood, the, the collective outside of the music, I yeah. feel like that's more important than, yeah. you know, anything we can make that yeah. people might celebrate. But, like, if we're not good, I mean, it really don't matter. Yeah. So yeah. the unit is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So I want to I wanna hear, um, I want to see if you guys know each other. Who is the class clown? Who's the silliest? That's that's that that's man, RJ. unanimous. RJ. Oh, okay. These guys right here. No, RJ, Mikey. It's these three right here. Okay. Okay. All right. Who, who's who's like the voice of reason? Like, come on, guys. You know who's that guy? I think it's these two. Kyle. No. Kyle. No. NK. Honestly, like, so I'm not the voice of reason, but so I'm at, in my like day to day life. Um, I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a young adult pastor for the, like the past I think four or five years. I, I think coming up on five years, um, and so I feel like it's just built within me to like to you know he's a pastor, bro. He's a pastor. Like, you know what I mean? Like when it's a certain way, like, reason, bro. <laughs> 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 no, I think we're all funny. Like we all have our moments. Like, you know? 
All right, who, who's the one in the studio that's like, now we got to do it again? Now we got to do it again. Now we got to do it again. AC! AC! All right, all right. Quality control. I like that. I like that. I like who's the best, who's like the Spokesperson, marketer, you know, if they in front of the camera, it's gonna blow up. Type yeah. of. This, man, okay. this man was Let's talking do. to the cashier yesterday, <laughs> like, yo, do you like Vietnamese. music? <laughs> At a random Vietnamese spot, yeah. Truck, yeah he he like, yo, do you like music? You listen to music? Yeah, yeah, yeah me and my boys got this group. He walked up to the, some guy in a truck that was just parked just on the on the apartment. He's like, hey, bro, do you do you listen to music? <laughs> do you like do you like hip hop? <laughs> Have you heard of like Christian hip hop? Like, he's really the <laughs> ambassador. Okay, so I, that was my next one. Who's the most fearless? But well, I guess that's the same question then. Like we all yeah, y'all fearless. seem all very fearless. Yeah, we're very fearless. I'll say that. I want to talk to the producers. Yeah. What sound are you guys trying to create? Like, because I know you guys want to make a stamp on what's happening now in music. What do you? What do you? What are you trying to craft? What? What do you? Juice, juice, juice. Come on, juice. Come on, you want to hear from? Yeah, I just try to cook. I'm just trying to cook. I want to cook, bro. No count. Oh. So, for when I first started, I never wanted to be like a just a standard producer. Um, all of my sounds are created based off of how I feel in the moment. So, if I'm angry, I'll make something that's really trap, trap, or hip hop. <laughs> I don't know why it's. Anger towards that, but it's that. But if I'm feeling sad, I'll make something sad or emotional. And a lot of my sound is emotional and driven. And so I'm a strings guy. So I like mm-hmm. strings. I'm an orchestra. I play tuba, trombone. Okay. So I incorporate styles like that or similar and sounds like this. Mm-hmm. So what we have, Enzo and Garnell, we worked together on a lot of stuff and it's exactly that that's awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> I think just being the best oh. I'm gonna let you talk go crazy oh my okay cool um, I was gonna say with the sound we really just wanted to make something that the space hasn't really heard um, we wanted to go for something that I don't know just sounds like heaven on earth pretty much um, we wanted to challenge each other, keep pushing each other to create something that's different, something that's like edifying. Yeah. Because um, in the space, um, we just see a lot of the same things. Yeah. So it's like we wanted to create something where it's like, oh, wow, this is catchy. This is dope. But like I've never heard this before. Mm. So like with the producers and stuff, it wasn't like it was crazy because like, we, we were like in the camps and stuff. And I would hear Enzo producing downstairs. I'm like, oh, that's hard. I gotta go make something crazy now. Mm. Like I'll hear Juice going crazy. I'm like, I'm over here eating snacks. I'm like, nah, I gotta go crazy. <laughs> so I put down the fruit snacks. I had to go crazy. So I mean, all of us, we really like challenged each other. And like, there wasn't a point where it was like, oh, like you got like eight songs. Like, bro, like let me like nah. It was more like a, yo, you hear anything? Go crazy. Yeah. So that's pretty much. That's yeah. awesome, guys. Man, I mean, it's like the chat is going crazy. I mean, they're excited. I think that's what you guys created this this excitement about what's coming next. I'm just I'm just really proud of what you guys are doing. I'm excited for you guys. I'm praying for you guys. Um, if anybody knows me, I'm more concerned with how you guys turn out as far as men, as Christians. So I'm excited that you guys have a, a camp of people that you could turn to. That was really important for us. 
So I just want any last uh, words to the people watching that are excited about this, who look up to you guys, or young artists, any of that. Like, give give me some like encouragement or some advice for anybody that you uh, you want to reach out to. Anybody. So, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell it off with a story. So I was 14. I said this on my Instagram, but I went to go see RG uh, and and Dill on the Better Late Than Never tour. He was opening. And he said this one thing. He's like, man, like I was where y'all were in the in the crowd waiting on to see Lecrae. And now I'm here. You know, so he said, if I could do it, you could do it. So that was very big for me, like 14 year old, you know, uh, Mexican-American. So, you know, now that I'm here, 20 years old with people that I look up to with my brother by my side, like, yeah, with RG, like, let that be a testament that if I could do it, like you guys could do it, too, you know, so. Heaven on earth. Yeah, very good, guys. Well, you guys going to hear a funny story about RG on the way. We actually had him in the studio, and he was just sitting in the back. Yeah, yeah. And we were... Like, sitting on the floor, actually. You yeah. were sitting on the floor in the yeah. corner. Right over there. <laughs> and um, super modest, super humble, and it's great to see where you are, man. It's great to see you. Every time we see you, it's just like, yeah, man. reminds us that, you know, that there are people in this space that are getting it right. Yeah, you know? I, yeah that Ryan, absolutely. Um, just seeing your humility, man. You were, like, you were just a ball of talent sitting in the corner, not saying nothing. Yeah. I, I'm sure you knew that, right? We didn't know that. But you had so much... I know in your heart that you were planning to do and to see it unfold after all these years, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah. You're killing it, man. You're killing yeah, it. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. All right. So, so give out socials, tell them how to find support. Yeah. Heaven on earth. It's a uh, Hoolies on earth everywhere. H O O L I E S on earth. Uh, yeah. Digital right out now. Digital <laughs> out now. <laughs> and then the album next Friday. Awesome, man. Oh, hey, we're actually pre order now. Oh, pre-order now. Pre-order out now. Now, now. Pre-order out now. Go get it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. We're not, we play the music that inspires you because every song has a story. Christian hip hop and RP music and talk on Sirius XM Channel 154, 24 hours a day. Holy Culture Radio is changing the game. Discussions about faith, arts, vocation, and education. We talk about the real issues that affect our communities and work together to find solutions. Join the discussion at holyculture.net and be heard. Entertainment report time, man. Y'all know what this week meant for us as a country. Uh, the Titanic submersible expedition was not a successful mission. The five people aboard the submersible um, that were missing for days um, have been uh, supposedly uh, reported as uh, died in the vessel, uh, carrying them to the Titanic wreckage site. Uh, according to the Coast Guard on Saturday, on Thursday, um, they had a catastrophic um, implosion. Members of a massive international search effort found uh, debris field in the general area of the Titanic earlier that day. It was confirmed that it was it contained parts of the Titan, uh, the Titan sub. The debris consisted with a con- catastrophic implosion of the vessel. Um, the debris were found actually 1,600 feet from the Titanic's bow, so they got really close to it. Really? Um, the, the sad part about it is um, 
by the time they reached it, they had probably already uh, suffered this attack because they, they were basically saying that it happened when they lost contact uh, an hour and 45 minutes into the water. So, yeah, I've, I've been looking at uh, if, if you missed it, um, if you're not a part of our Patreon, go to um, patreon.com forward slash Trekstar Universe. Ryan and I did a whole bonus episode yeah. on this while we still didn't know the results. We were still in the midst of it when we yeah. recorded that. So, yeah. To hear that it was already done basically from the start of yeah. the week, you know, um, yeah. is really sad to hear. Um, but uh, I did find out what the issue was. Um, mm-hmm. The CEO basically made a carbon fiber and titanium mixed capsule for his uh, submersible. Okay. And everybody was telling him that that's not okay. It needs to be steel. It needs to be something that's solid, not a, not a composite fiber right. type uh, vessel. And he pushed through and he thought he could, you know, kind of innovate past what the safety standards were. And that clearly was not the right choice. Such a bad idea. Um, there's so many different things that, that bother me about this situation. We talked about it on that episode. So go, go ahead. Go hit that episode up. Um, but just the fact that, you know, you cut corners. Yeah. And you've you've got the funding for this. Go all in. Yeah. Get every NASA engineer that yeah. you can find that's willing to take a payday. Get them. You don't want to play with going down 2.5 miles into the ocean. Like, you just, it's or, too many. Or just don't. It's too many unknowns. Do yeah, just don't do it, period. <laughs> it's too many it. unknowns, you know. Um, Jay Neb, I know you uh, have heard this news too, man. What did you think about this? I thought it was wild. I always think it's it's pretty crazy when you find out people, you know, outside of like, just wanting to dive in for scientific research and stuff like that. People that just want to like go down as yeah. far as they can. I'm just yeah. like, dog, don't you know they'd be finding new stuff all the time? Yeah. And, you know, all the movies and everything. Yeah. But, but you know, it's like, then again, you find out who was on it. You know, it's like these billionaires, and these super rich people and stuff. And it usually seems to be those types of people that want to do these you know, exactly. crazy, exotic yeah. things. So in, in the same sense, it was just like, oh, okay. Like it, it kind of makes sense just from what we're always seeing and everything. But, but yeah, it's very tragic and sad that, uh, you know, that the outcome of it all. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely wild to see too, I think still, as long as the Titanic has been, that there's yeah. still a fascination around that too. Yeah. I think that's very interesting too, you know, just because it wasn't like something, you know, like major, because yeah. they could be like, oh, well, Jesus, y'all, you know, so fascinated with that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. way different. <laughs> this is just a boat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, there's still like such a fascination that about movie. it. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that's yeah, yeah. wild too. But, but yeah, overall, you know, it was definitely, uh, you know, obviously something that made the headlines, got everybody talking. So, right, right, right. It's wild. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've, been one of those people that's been fascinated with it. I've started watching some documentaries uh, this weekend. Um, I see that uh, the Titanic is a very is a searchable um, keyword on YouTube right now. Mm. Everybody's kind of going in and figuring out because you know it's probably a lot of people who um, uh, you know young adults that don't know what the Titanic was. Right. They weren't around when the movie came out, and they've heard bits and pieces about this movie that's really really long that you know most people just watched one time and never watched again right so um also uh, on the entertainment report top five the truth slash emmanuel album so emmanuel fka the truth is having a show in atlanta on july 2nd at the atlanta city winery downtown he's asking everybody what are your top five truth slash emmanuel albums he says it's important to know uh what the favorite albums are from the from the audience so that he can perform those songs off the album uh he wants everybody to go to his ig and post them there so um for me it's um i need you 
that's one of my favorite joints um, from The Truth um, featuring Izzy, uh, I Need You. So what would you say yours is, Sean? I know you got like a laundry list. I can't remember the names, but wasn't there one that we really liked? I thought it was called like Reason or something. Out the new album? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the, the names, album. but yeah, there was one that I thought was out of this world. He was talking about Atlanta and I don't remember the name, but it, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. What about you, J. Nip? Um... To be completely honest, not one of these people that's going to sit up here and lie and make stuff look good. Yeah. But uh, definitely um, a supporter of him and stuff and like his mm-hmm. music. I'm, I didn't know for sure about the new one, but that's yeah. the why y'all got y'all show and stuff. And now I know yeah. about it, so that's dope. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but he's definitely yeah. got songs that I've liked over the years and yeah. stuff. And um, I really liked the songs. Um, I know for sure one of them I really enjoyed that he did with Papa Son. That's, yes. that song's dope I like yeah. that Yeah So But yeah no, nah, he's definitely One of the um, uh, As you would call The trailblazers And stuff oh, Another yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah You know For the, the culture Of you know Actually hip hop Repping the kingdom And stuff So yeah Definitely dope And then I knew About that he just Changed his name yeah. Recently too And stuff So so, just, so Nib When you You gotta be careful Cause Ryan throws Like crazy alley-oops When you're not looking <laughs> So you got to be careful because yeah. he'll throw an alley oop to you. You'll be like, "What? What? Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to know this." Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it's you got to be careful. I'm ready. Be careful. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. You all uh, good? <laughs> what's, what's your favorite thing you've never heard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favorite type of Twizzler? Favorite type of Twizzler? I don't like Twizzlers. See, hey, another one. Okay. Just blind alley. I was. Oh, Starburst. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the pink one, and then <laughs> I'd have to say the orange one after that. But the pink one, that's the best. It's so I, delicious. I think the orange is the best to me. You like the orange? Yeah. See, that's fine because then I could be like, "Great, give me the pink, you get the orange." There you go. Yo, there shout out go. to Look Jeremiah. We miss you. This is definitely your segment. Uh, come back soon. Uh, reason of TDE gospel album. The crew reported uh, the reason of. Uh, re- that reason of TDE says uh, his next album will be a gospel album. He says that he wanted to go on a holy direction uh, and, and be, you know, pretty much um, it's his bucket list. Wait, to before you read this, he should not have let you read this. Have you seen this? What? Have you seen this? Yeah. What he's talking about? No. Okay, let me just do this for off the top because there's no reason to read this. So, <laughs> you know who reason is? Have you seen him on TDE? TDE. The, uh, so TDE has a whole yeah, crew. The, you know, Hip Hop Dog label. Entertainment? Yeah. Oh, okay. Reason. There's yeah. a guy, he has like one song people kind of really knew. He's good. He's real good. So the crew posted a video where he's basically saying like, yeah, I, I really, you know, want to do this uh, gospel record. I think it's time. All the while he's talking, there's girls shaking their butts oh. in the video that oh. he's talking about. Oh, so geez. he's being sarcastic mm. the entire time, basically mocking Kind of what we do, I guess. Oh, wow. So he's basically like, yeah, those young ladies, you know, just praising God and, and lifting up, you know, holy hands. And it, the whole time he's talking about this 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 gross, no. <laughs> really gross video. So it's just like the audacity of it. Like, what are you trying to say? What do you mean? What do you, what do you, to me, it just highlights what it is our culture thinks about God. It's, mm-hmm. it's a joke. Yeah. It's something to make fun of. It's, I, I thought it was, I thought it was terrible, man. Yeah, I mean, really it just goes terrible. in alignment, too, with, like, a lot of the other mainstream people you see, you know? It's like the one person that they attack when it comes to anything in faith, you know? It's always Jesus, you know? You don't ever see it about anybody else, you know, when you talk about if you dive into, like, religions and stuff. It's always about God. That's the only one mm-hmm. they pick and choose. And, and I believe that's it's because the one that is absolute truth, that's the one that you have to attack. But what it shows me is that he, he obviously knows a lot like he wasn't pulling this from nowhere he's pulling this from something and what it shows me is that a lot of these church kids grow up in youth groups and stuff they turn into this where they they feel so bold and i guess so disconnected where they feel they can mock god Mm -hmm. 
And this was directly mocking. Mm. God, there's no way around it. He was making fun of the church, like straight up. No wow. doubt about it. So I, I thought I thought it was embarrassing, man. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Yeah, it's wild, though. A lot of the people they get, you know, like you said, grow up is like what they call them, like the, the pew kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was down on um, Old National. Uh, I did an event over there. And, man, I went to go and get in my car and uh, a prostitute came up to me. And mm-hmm. she was like trying to get some money, and I was just like, "Perfect time." So let me tell you about Jesus. Yes, she started quoting scripture to me, yeah. and it wasn't the popular scriptures. No, it was, it was ones that you actually have to be in depth and know. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like, "Wow." Like, this is amazing because I know a lot of people who call themselves a Christians, they don't even know these scriptures. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's so wild and interesting that you can find people that through their journey get so lost. And then, you know, like this guy, too, like has the audacity to start making fun of it yeah. and picking at it, you know, and somebody like her that it's like they know, but then their actions just don't line up because something happened to turn them away. Wow. It's interesting. I, and I think those are the people, including him, that I care for the most with this show like that's mm-hmm. who i'm really that's in my mind when we sitting on our wednesday night meetings coming up with topics and we're trying to figure out like what what should we do this week and that week i'm always trying to figure out how to get the attention of those kids that they know better they know it's real but they've been convinced by culture in some way or, or another that it's okay to not be really in it yeah and that just scares me that somebody could get that far away from the core that they don't even see how lost they they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that's just a scary sight. So I really want to bring those people back to their first love. I, I'm assuming a lot about this kid. He may not care at all about this, but mm-hmm. there's so many people just like him that do what he does. Yeah. That I'm like, man, you you know better. You know that you shouldn't be doing this, but you just find like it's okay now. I, I, that really bothers me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Comment section this week, Propaganda Terror Forum Part 4, The Possibility EP, Caleb Gordon and Alano Adan, Road Trip EP, Young Drew, Drewski and Friends, uh, Adrian Sings, Ale EP, uh, Singles of the Week, Miles Minnick featuring No Big Deal and John Keith, Wild Summer, uh, Lay Jawan and Portia Love, Holy Life, Big Breeze, Genesis, Wolf featuring 1K Few, Flight, Aaron Dews, Dub, Mike Sarge, Options, Miami, Too Blessed, and Holly Bugs, YP, a.k.a. Young Paul, uh, Holy Ground. So make sure you go and check out the Milk Playlist. Those songs have been added to the Milk Playlist. All right. So, J-Nib, what you got coming out, man? So I am blessed and excited. Brothers, yes. uh, just put out uh, my brand new album. I was excited. We just got to put it out. Um, we started tour uh, just about two and a half weeks ago. Been up mm-hmm. uh, over to Texas, throughout Georgia, up to Ohio, and now back here. And I'm going to be going to Florida soon. Um, but the album is called In My Own Lane. I'm very excited. Just the emotional roller coaster it has in it and just yeah. so much time that went into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Just so many places in my life. That actually have got woven oh, into yeah. this, okay, and um, and yeah, that's that's the main thing that um that I'm doing right now. I got a bunch of other stuff I'm working on too, but yeah, but that is uh music wise, that is the main piece right now. That new album. I'm curious to go back, man, and um see what you and I were talking about back in 2015 when we first connected. Like yeah. I, I just remember uh, Facebook messages is going back and forth. So man, it's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. dope. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah. Glad to have you here. All right, man, let's let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tan, the DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. It's a miracle. I wanted to make sure you guys 
know all about the official Trackstars universe. So, if you'd like a free Trackstars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, make sure you go to NectarDistro.com today for your opportunity to sign up for Nectar. We had some great releases in the last couple of weeks, so keep doing your thing, man. Put your music out there, get it out to the world, all right? All right, so um, I saw something interesting Yeah, that I wanted your reaction to. I don't know if you've seen this. Ah. Um, so... What happened was Kanye recently had a party. I don't know what for. Mm-hmm. I want you to react to this person's video commenting on that party. Hold on a second. Okay. In the headlines, after videos and photos were posted online of his recent birthday party celebration, the party stirred up controversy for many reasons, as Kanye had a strange party theme. Pictures of the party show a dim-lit room with assorted candles and sushi being served off clothesless models while celebrities eat from them. Many people online were even more shocked when they realized Kanye's nine-year-old daughter was in attendance, wearing strange makeup that many believe is made to appear like bruising. Many were asking why would Kanye invite his daughter to a party with food being served off the body of models. Videos of nine-year-old North can be seen online, showing her feeding sushi to one of the models in attendance while Kanye's new wife filmed it all. Many people online were calling the party demonic and inappropriate and were shocked to see Kanye hosting such a party after claiming he's a Christian. Many people were commenting that Kanye had been cloned and that Kanye is no more. The thing is, Kanye has not been cloned. He is just doing exactly what he's always done since the beginning, push the Masonic agenda. The reason his fans are calling his party demonic is because it is. You can see that from the atmosphere of the party alone. The low dim lights, the assorted candles everywhere, and models being used as a sushi. Yeah, so um, I I I have to even cut it off early because he goes into talking about this was a reference to another artist who actually made like bodies out of cakes and they were cutting up the Mm -hmm. cake and eating off like what looks like they were eating a body. Yeah. So that was the reference, and I'm like, "What is going on with your boy? Like, what, what's what's happening here? Do you, what's going on?" I I mean, it's always disappointing. I mean, the, it never fails that you know when people when people call themselves Christians and they change what they're what they're trying to project to the world, especially when you're coming from the world. It's always like more scrutiny. And then you see something that you're like, oh, this again. So, I mean, that's over the top. It's it's scary and it's really, um, it's, it's weird. I mean, weird. Like, eating eating food off of people's bodies, like, that's weird and nasty all, all together. Like, just crazy. That's crazy. So what bothered me the most, honestly, was his daughter. Because what bothered me, what I think the guy who's doing this video was hinting at is that there's this really weird culture ritual of pedophile rich people. And to I don't know what was going on, if, if that was real or what. But if that was involved, 
just even just conjuring up the image of a of an injured child and a child that's being taken advantage of is the grossest possible thing you could ever associate yourself with. And if he's doing that, oh my goodness. All the stuff we've talked about over the last couple of years about, oh, maybe Kanye is, maybe he's coming around. Maybe, oh, he said he was. A, what in the world is going on with this dude? Yeah. What is going on? Didn't we have this whole conversation with um, him and Kim's association with, was it Belong- Balenciaga? Balenciaga. It's the same mess. Yeah. It's the same mess. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's so disturbing, man. Like, my heart and my mind don't allow me to go places anymore as far as like to fathom and think through what might actually be happening because you know i'm a parent is one but two it's just also it's disturbing i mean it's it's so disturbing man like i have a song i go to whenever i see something crazy that just points me back to jesus like i just need to change the atmosphere all together and um and i do that quite often when i hear about stuff like i Jeremiah sent me this um, um, Sukiyana video that we were doing last week's week, yeah. show. And after I watched like five minutes of it, I had to go back to Jesus and just be like, I cannot let this be the thing that I see. Yeah, and dwells in your mind. And yeah, I, I had to go right back to Jesus. And it's things like this that make me do that too, where it's like, um, it's so disturbing, man. I mean, it's so disturbing. I think about my kids all the time and how they have to grow up in this world where one day they're going to have to see this stuff and I won't be able to say, you know, turn that off. They may get, I I just, I just, I can't imagine it, man. I can't imagine it. I think, I think the thing that bothers me the most, I was telling Jeremiah this last week, is um, censorship. Censorship. Like when I was a kid, it was, you didn't have access to those channels where you saw stuff that was crazy and outrageous. Now you do. Television, YouTube, TikTok. I mean, all of it is just awful, man. I hate it. I really hate it. Yeah, man, help me understand what Kanye is going through here. So it's definitely a lot to unpack and unfold. Um, but I ain't even got that time because I need the whole entire show. And I can't do that. It's y'all yeah. show. Um, but uh, I do do my due diligence of making sure that I research and I know um, like when you mentioned the thing about the the bodies and the cakes and stuff, I've been very aware of that for years and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of these things that they do um, from Jay-Z and, and not even just them two, but so well into a lot of high elite people um, when it comes to money. And I made sure that I, I searched and I learned because this is one of the industries that God chose me to be in so yeah. it's like i know that i need to be aware of these things and like even back when i was on with uh with universal i remember i was talking to one of their execs and they were even telling me some very disrupting things that happened when they were at one of the parties and stuff like that mm. so it's like it's very real you know and a lot of these people they think it's just conspiracy theories and they think it's just all oh, so far out of tax that you know it can't be real and it's like no it very is it's just that it disrupts your peace and people want to run from it instead of deal with it okay. and having the hard conversations and looking into the things and is what needs to happen. We stay grounded in faith, but we got to know what's going on because if you just stay out the clear of it, mm-hmm. us as being the kingdom of God, we're the ones that have to be able to pray and you can't pray about what you don't know about and because you, you don't know what you don't know and you got to be able to know it so you can pray against it. 
And I feel like the whole thing when it comes to Kanye is a lot of people jump too quick to accept anybody that claims the title Christian, but yeah. we never see them walk. <clears throat> and like God said, pay attention to the fruit. And we have to really get people into this realization that Jesus preached the kingdom of God. Yeah. Never talked Christian, never talked Muslim, never talked Buddha, the kingdom of God. And when you are truly a person of the kingdom of God and you are kingdom minded, it shows and you're able to see it. Yeah. It doesn't always waver back and forth and you don't have to sit there and always, well, maybe there is or maybe they're not or something. It's very well known, you know. And I feel a lot of people did that with Kanye. You know, we definitely need to pray for him. It's like we need to pray for everybody. But a lot of things, people are quick to be like, oh, no, stop. Stop judging. Stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't judge. But don't be so quick to just jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. And you don't even know yeah. where that wagon going, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because then you're going to find yourself in some mess at some party with some kids and some people naked eating yeah. stuff off. And, you, and then yeah. now you're going to be so far in. you yeah. like, oh, you can't even say nothing now because it's like, well, maybe this is normal. Maybe I just, you know, yeah, and that's people get sucked in i'm glad you brought that up the hollywood parties okay yep. i see in a lot of videos on youtube about people you know talking about things they've seen in parties i remember it was um uh inspected deck i think from wu-tang that said that he saw some weird stuff uh, i can't remember the other artists that all over you see them all over the place where like these hollywood parties are demonic and they're they're pushing agendas they're immoral sexually all this kind of stuff right and it's like you hear that kind of your whole life and you're like maybe maybe not but you know that can't be you can't be real right mm -hmm. and there's been people person after person saying yes it is yes it is that person you love he's in the weird stuff that person you love is in the weird stuff you have to be in the weird stuff if you want to get past a certain place in hollywood are we just getting a glimpse into what they're talking about? I definitely believe so. You're only getting a glimpse, you know, because it's and this is the thing is that you can get more of a glimpse if you just start to research and look into it. You ain't even got to be in it. You can just figure out more. But a lot of people get afraid and they're like, but nope. I, I think I think the problem with that is a lot of the people who talk about these things, they mm. they seem kooky dukes, you know, like some they, of them do. They, they, they seem <laughs> like, man, this dude's a conspiracy theorist. He this and that. You yeah. know what I mean, so it's hard to be like, take take their word for it because they seem so into it, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um, but just to see like, no, sober minded. This is weird. Yeah. Like this is on video. Mm -hmm. That's weird. And if that ever becomes where our kids don't think that's weird, that's not OK. This mm -hmm. is weird. This will always be weird. I don't care who he says he is or what he says he is. That is super duper weird. Yeah. Hmm. Period. That, that's what I've been telling people is, you know, we're in the fourth quarter. And a lot of people, they don't they don't like to accept that. And then it makes them in fear and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Ice Cube said, if you're scared, go to church. And mm -hmm. it is. We're in fourth quarter. And, you know, when you see when you're in the fourth quarter and the other team is losing, they start playing dirty and they don't care about getting caught. You know, that's literally what it is. And and right now, like, you know, the stuff being exposed, like with that of Kanye and, you know, like the Balenciaga and stuff, all that getting put out. And then like the literally where they said, oh, it was supposed to say, you know, Santa. And it was, you know, Satan on that commercial mm, stuff. Yeah. Everything is becoming so much more in people's faces. And a lot of people are just slowly, continually getting desensitized and they're accepting little and little. And I believe that's why it's so easy that now kids are getting so confused about people want to call it mental health. I call it demonic oppression and possession, but they don't want to call it for what it is. They want to sugarcoat stuff. But 
when you go and you really start to look into it and you see these things, you're like, wow. Like you look back and you start seeing all these little things that are just small, subtle things as a child. But that's all it needs because it's just planting seeds. And then now they're a teenager. So now the seed can be a little more explicit, but it's still just a seed because now they're seeing so much more and it keeps growing to adults and it blossoms into something at some point. Now Satan has a foundation in you, not Christ. And now it's hard because now you have to tear up the foundation, yeah. get a new foundation yeah. and then build. You're yeah. not even protecting them from nothing anymore. You actually yeah. have to uproot stuff now. Yeah. And that's why I tell people like, I, I thank God that my music reaches people of all ages, but my heart is always pulled towards the youth because I always want to get to the youth and get Man, them a foundation yeah. of Christ before Satan gets mm -hmm. one. Because if you just let them kids go no, and you don't pay no attention, chance. you know who already not letting them go and paying attention? Satan himself. Mm. All his little dominions and demons and all these little ugly faces, they are always paying attention. And that's yeah. the thing is like when I see grown folks neglecting kids, it bothers me so much because I know yeah. there is a force that we can't see that is very alive and real. And while you're neglecting them, they are trying to fake out and embrace them and bring them in because they're trying to destroy them. And that is where parents and people of our age and older, we got to really be on guard and being a voice and a pillar for the children and stuff, because if we're not. As you see now, especially in the, the LGBTQA plus community and stuff, all of that, how they keep pouring in. Like I seen one thing they posted up. They were like, oh, we're not coming if kids aren't there. What the heck does that matter? So it's like you see, it's like, well, wait a minute. And then I've seen pictures where they're wearing these horns and all this stuff. And they're reading Bible stories to kids and stuff. Or not Bible stories, but reading stories to kids. But they're wearing horns, dressing as like demons and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, it makes you start looking. And it's like, okay. And, and we're not going to single out any sin because all sin is sin. But it's like, why is it that the ones that are getting promoted the most are all attached and wanting to attach themselves to kids? Yeah. And you figure yeah. out, and when you look into it, rather it's, you know, gay or whatever, whatever sin you want to talk about, is a lot of these people say, well, you know, well, we're born this way. Well, if you get attacked when you're such a young child and then you grow and you start paying attention and it's been with you for so long, you're going to think you were born that way. Yeah, but like there's it, a yeah. reason you get attacked yeah. as a child. But this is the great thing I tell people is that, oh, great, you believe you were born that way? Well, Jesus says, come to me and be born again. Mm -hmm. So now there's nah, a way choice. to overcome because yeah. there's so many testimonies out there of people who are transgender and all these things and then they ended up going and now being born again and they got freed from it. And like I said, I'm not singling out nobody. This is just where we see that's always promoted in the media is the LGBTQA plus and I respect all of them and stuff. But at the same time, I don't sugarcoat nothing. Yeah. So it's like we see that and then we see also what also is really big getting promoted in Hollywood and stuff is the pedophilia. So I've actually talked about it with people is that I personally hate how talk show people and all that, they always try to exploit the LGBTQA plus community, but they don't want to talk about any other thing else. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why they always single them out, especially when it's like somebody like us of faith, they're interviewing or something. That's mm -hmm. the one they always jump oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always and stuff. Yeah. They, they've done it to everybody. And most of those people, they're sucked into that life now and they kind of give a sugar-coated answer instead of just being real because they worried about what people are going to say, their money, because they have a force. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's because of who backs their force. Yeah. But the things that people fail to realize is that who backs our force is literally the force and nothing can trump it nothing is greater but people grow into this fear because they begin to fear what they see 
And our sight is our biggest hindrance to our vision. Yeah. Because the vision is internal. The vision, you know, it's it's God and everything. Yeah. But but we get so seeing like, okay, well, we see how these people are attacking these people. We don't want to get canceled and stuff like that. Well, you can't cancel the uncancelable. First yeah. of all, like <laughs> when you are riding with the Almighty, you can't get canceled. Yeah. You can get people that don't yeah. like you. And it's like, fine, that's fine. I'm gonna keep praying for you though. I'm not going to feed back and give you what you give to me. I'm going to show you something different. It's called love Mm -hmm. and love conquers all and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I feel that is where it gets with Kanye and all them people is that they jump too fast of accepting somebody because they threw a title. But I tell people is live a life where you don't claim a title, but people throw it to you because the Mm -hmm. actions that you show. And and y'all know too, like within the past however many years has been like in the Christian hip hop realm uh, for a while, it was like, oh, if you don't call yourself Christian, no, you this. When I had my transition and I met God and he called me into this music, he never told me, and I don't want people to get it twisted, he never told me, oh, start calling yourself a Christian and blah, 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 and stuff. I didn't care what people labeled me as. I just want you to hear the message and get it. Mm-hmm. And then it came into like the whole politics stuff because I try to stay out the circle of all the stuff that's happening and just stay in my own lane. Right. Mm-hmm. Plug new album. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I would just let God speak and guide me. And then I allowed myself for a while to take a peek into like to see what they were all doing. And I said, I was like, what in the world is happening? It was a bunch of bickering and fighting. I was like, this ain't kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, this religious right, people. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I said, this is crazy. And like they would argue amongst each other about not being a part of this thing. And then they were all a part of it and couldn't even see it. I was like, dog, get me out of here, Lord. <laughs> I was like, keep me with you. But yeah, it's, it's wild. But that's what I feel is that, you know, with Kanye and all of it, it's like pray for him. But we also got to be diligent, know what's going on, but not get in it, but be around it to disrupt it for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But Jay, like what's even worse is that all these people we're talking about that are preying on our kids yeah. and are evil and all these things, a lot of them are church kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. The reason they know what to say and how to attack kids is because they taught, they learned it themselves. Right. A lot of these people that I'm seeing as the villains in our story now are all sourced in youth groups. Yeah. And what's crazy, though, is I remember seeing it. I think it was Hulk Nelson. Um, not calling him out in any negative. I, hopefully, here's this too, because I didn't spoke before on social media. Is a lot of these people that I see that end up going and reverting and, you know, what, like, re- renouncing their faith and stuff. Yeah, deconstruction. Huh? Yeah. When you start paying attention to the things they say, it's like, I know in the church world, they call it, they say feeding on the milk and then you graduate to the meat. A lot of these people, they've been a Christian for all these years and I hear their questions and concerns and it's things that are still the milk basic stuff and I'm like yeah. bro so that shows me that you've been an artist or you've been a, 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 a Christian for 20 plus years but you've never went deeper in your faith mm. you've never graduated to the next level of yeah. really chasing God how he said Matthew 6 seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and I feel that's where a lot of people fail and they come up short and then they're on this little fence of just sipping on the milk and then something comes and hits them and then they get distracted start paying attention to all this other stuff and then they fall off so easy and then they have this huge following and they're talking about oh, I renounce my faith and then you were like wait a minute like oh you you know and then you find other people that are you know in that position and then they idolize these people and they're like oh wait if they're doing it like oh it's all bad for me too and stuff and that's one of the things that bothers me most and stuff is that a lot of these people they do know the right thing to do, but yeah. they never went deeper in what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And yeah. that's where I feel it separates, again, the kingdom of God to people that are just calling themselves Christians or religious people. And that is all our on us to to accept that, that, you know, we have a relationship and the relationship 
continues. Brian, this clip to me identifies what I believe causes most of the people you say fall away because of milk issues. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. almost always, if you talk about Richard Dawkins and uh, any any major like big atheist figure, a lot of them started going down that road because they could not figure out how to grapple with sexual sin. Yeah. yeah. And this this display of Kanye, he cannot handle his sexual temptation it's always this with him always naked women this and that how do we this this may need to be a whole nother topic but to me we always got to come back to our young people are struggling with the sexual sin part of life and eventually they say i can't do it anymore and with that i can't do it anymore comes all of this other nonsense because they cannot grasp why does god want me to do this mm. yeah i've heard i've heard it from so many people it's like well it shouldn't be a sin for me to think this and and it shouldn't be a sin for me to get what i want and and look at what i want and touch what i want they cannot deal with the, those things in the bible and they they say well, you know what? if i can't then this is all this is all messed up i i guarantee you most people that i've witnessed go down this road it's always starts with why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? Mm. And they grapple with God until they say they, they just give up. Mm. Yeah. I I think that there's, um, man, I think that there's, uh, it can all, it all ties back to where we are as a society. You know, the censorship, I think it's just too much being let. I like, just think kids are seeing too much too soon. They're seeing too much too soon. Um, they're seeing, and it's not just kids, it's adults too. Mm-hmm. They're seeing too much of, um, too much freedom. You're, you're, you're witnessing the fantasies of other sinners. Yeah. And getting you to imagine things you probably wouldn't have imagined on your own. Like, yeah. e- even, even people seeing this may be like, oh, I didn't know that was possible, you know? And yeah. it, it could get you going like, oh, well, if Kanye thinks it's, maybe it's, maybe it's not weird, you know? And, and it's just, we're, we, you're right. We're seeing more yeah. weird people's thoughts yeah. in, in open daylight now. And it's like, it gets yeah. your brain going. And I'll give you an example. I turned 40 last year. I never heard of anything. I never thought in my mind that anything like what Jeffrey Epstein was doing was even possible. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that whole like, you know, you know, keeping it in the dark and, you know, yeah. all, you know, like sometimes we got even we have to be careful with stuff like this, because even talking about some of these people's weird fantasies yeah. and weird things can get people to start going, you know, yeah. like it could get your brain to start going down a bad path. So. So have you seen that clip? from um pinocchio Mm-mm. there's a clip from pinocchio i gotta show it to you about. you know what i'm talking about yeah i'm pretty sure yeah there's a clip from pinocchio where they say we have to get all the little boys to the island oh yeah and they call it the fantasy island and this is like we were being programmed that as a kid and didn't realize it now that's a little bit of a take it that's a little bit of a stretch yeah it's a little bit of a stretch same way but that stuff was always that stuff was always in in a bunch of we we, yeah this could be we could talk about this forever that's a whole nother thing the disney stuff they intentionally put stuff in there for their own amusement but yeah again it, it did sink in so that's another topic but kanye west lord hammer like what what do we do with this Leave him alone, man. There's a, but see, that's the thing though. We leave him alone, 
and then they continue to do what they do. That's what I'm saying. It's like we we can't yeah. leave them alone. Like in prayer, we got to be able to know because we got to yeah. be able to fight. At least yeah. the righteous people and stuff. If if you're like you're weak in that area, hey, stay away from yeah, it. Please, I remember yeah, they was please. doing they was doing an exorcism one time, and they was like, everybody, if you ain't got the Holy Spirit, get out. But everybody got the Holy Spirit, stay in because we're able to fight kingdom you know what i'm saying Ugh. but everybody else is like hey go ahead and get out you know one day you can be in here but just not right now you know what i'm saying so Jeez. um when it comes to like that sexual morality i'm gonna talk a little bit on it and then i'll go and actually be real and express what i do to help fight it so it's rooted deep very deep so deep people don't even know even the days of our weeks are named after greek gods it's yeah, so in yeah, depth, yeah, yeah. and when you go in depth, even um, uh, you know, like the uh, one of the clones, you know, we have the it's the Medusa head, you know, and mm-hmm. then uh, one of them is uh, uh, Eros, you know, Eros, great smelling cologne. But then when you find <laughs> out about it, you find out who Eros is. Eros was the the god of sex, and they would actually have these temples, and they would be these little huts around these temples, and it would actually be these male and female prostitutes, and they would live in these huts. And then people would come to worship the God, how they would worship the God. They would hire one of the prostitutes out there. So the prostitutes, they are money. They take them into the temple and they would have sex on these temple beds in there. And that's how they would praise God, which is not God. Anybody's only hearing the audio. This is air quotes. It's not God. Mm -hmm. And that's how they would please this God. So it's, it's these things that are so rooted in depth because people don't realize and remember that Satan controlled music in heaven. Satan mm-hmm. did all of these things that when he came here, if you remember and you know what your gift is, and I know this because I used to use my gift and it wasn't for God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my gift was still a gift and I was still great at it, but it wasn't rooted in God. So it's like now you get Satan that is kicked out of heaven, angel of light, angel of music, angel of culture. And then now he's here doing what he is the master and great at, but now it's the complete opposite of God. Like it says, he is, he is, he is of the airwaves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like radio, music, TV, he's in everything. And like I said earlier, you continue to get desensitized as a young kid mm-hmm. and everything. We keep growing. But it's like you see like the little subtle things of like sex all the time. And now you see it with like the boy on boy. Even it's a little characters. Like yeah, I just yeah. seen one the other day. It was promoting something. And it was like this little boy like reached in and kissed this other boy. And I was like, you know, being grown, I was like, wait a minute. But as a little kid, they're just like, oh, hey, you know, that's yeah. cool. But mm. and then one of the things that, that I do because sexual sin is always i feel a magnet and strong to everybody at some point yeah Mm -hmm. the big d discipline we got to have discipline and how do you continue to do that like even paul said you know i sometimes i do the things that i hate but i still do it you know so we have to have discipline like on my phone what kids nowadays i didn't get mine until high school kids nowadays got one in like what first second grade it's crazy so they have access now to all of these things As a grown man, I put blocks on my phone because Mm -hmm. I don't trust my own flesh. Mm. I don't allow myself to be able to access any type of porn sites, any type of anything that's like derogatory about women Mm -hmm. that I know that I could see because then, like you said, you talk about it a little and then the mind gets going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's one of the reasons like why I hate Instagram, too, because all you see it on there is that what they say, the Instagram models is soft porn what it is so it's like i have so many blocks on my phone because i don't even want to let myself get tempted i try to do the best but then it's still all around especially driving through atlanta you see they use jezebel as some of their promotions on their their billboards here Mm -hmm. it's everywhere but we have 
a calling for us with the spirit within that we need to work to be disciplined ourselves. And we can't just look and use the escape good of like, oh, it's just everywhere. It's like, well, it is, but you have to mm-hmm. be willing to fight back yourself. Because if you don't fight back, it's always going to keep fighting to bring you down. So it's like, That's put the good. blocks on your phone, you know, put the blocks on your internet. Like it comes to the point where we give Satan too much credit and a lot of it is us. It's just, we're yeah. weak in the flesh. But, yeah. but that is one of the things that like I do and I'm not perfect, but but that's what I try to do to continue to try to battle back against that. Because if you don't battle back, you're just going to lose. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I try to, like, get rid of, uh, like, social medias, TikToks, things like that. I, I don't scroll through yeah. anything anymore. I If I have to post or if I do something with track stars, I'll post it, keep going. My wife posts more than I do. Mm-hmm. I was telling her that yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I think for me... My fight is now with my children. Yeah. Like, trying to fight to keep them from seeing what they don't need to That's see. That's a big fear, man. Man, it's such a That's big fear. That's a big fear. fear. Like it's I, such a big fear. You know, fear. like, I'll, I'll give um, Noah my phone. Should be watching, like, uh, YouTube Kids or something like that. So I'm, like, nah, implicitly, I'm implicitly trusting them not to <laughs> put stuff on yeah. there that she could. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's one of those things with children. Once you see it, it's, that's a wrap for that. Yes. Yeah. That is now in your brain for the rest of your life, no matter what age you are. Once you're exposed to some sort of form of darkness or something you're not supposed to see yet, you can't get it yeah. back. And you feel yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't know if y'all yeah. remember. I remember when I was a little kid, when I very first seen like that type of stuff, something happened in me. Yeah. And it, it was weird. It was a feeling. And it was like something like broke open or something got in or whatever. And it was like, yo, I still remember that when I was a mm-hmm. kid. Like, I remember my first time. Um, ever even seeing like a girl on girl like porn thing when I was a young little kid yeah, yeah, and like yeah. and it did something when I seen it and I was just like oh you know and it, it was wild and it is it's like it like leaves, you said it, when it leaves it a residue in you and, and it's it's just man that's a big fear man and yeah. it's something we probably need to talk about like how are we gonna protect our girls and, and your, your, your boy from um, <sighs> being exposed like it's, it's so hard to keep them away from this stuff now I, so yeah I don't know. It almost feels like we have to kind of like go beyond the policing because for me, I was listening to a praise and worship medley, like a whole medley. And because I don't have the premium version of YouTube, I have to get the ads. And I'm sitting there (laughs) and I'm listening to Bishop Paul S. Morton. And then it is it's a 15 minute video. So there's like three ads in it. And one of the video ads was like, um, are you having a problem with weed? This weed is really great. Like da da da, da. and I'm like, right in the middle of Wait, pra- praise and worship. In a <laughs> right. You know, and um, and I'm thankful that that's not my my vice. Mm-hmm. But what if it was? Yeah. What if I'm sitting there and I'm 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 in praise and worship because I'm trying to keep my addiction to weed from being something that I I stumble with. Yeah. And then the enemy pops it in. During praise and worship, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, this is what my day's going. Yeah, I think, like. I think, yeah, I think what J Nip said is important. But again, there, there's you can control it to a certain level, but then it'll find you. So mm-hmm. you have to be building up those same. You could have technology safeguards on the outside, but you got to start building some yeah. forts in, on the inside too, yeah. mm-hmm. so that if it gets past your technology, it doesn't immediately take you out. You yeah, know I mean, that, that's you have to literally ask God, Jesus, please. Yeah fortify my heart make it clean every day don't let anything build up in there that i don't notice that takes yeah. me over you mm-hmm. know like yeah. that that that's that's something he can do if you ask even my thoughts got like make them clean because i don't want to 
you know, sometimes you don't even notice you're falling away and you look back and you're like, how did I get here? Man. Don't even let me do that. I don't want to do that. So that that's that's if you ask him, he will take you through the process of cleaning that mess out of your heart. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. KB song, Art of Drifting. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Like you don't even know. Yeah. Don't even notice it. Yeah. So so this is just I mean, we're going to we're going to point out stuff that's happening in the culture because a lot of times we support these people and we don't really know what they're about. And. I, it sucks because I w- I'm a huge Kanye fan musically, but he is he is starting to get on my nerves, man. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, I know how hard it can be. I, I'm an artist as well. And whenever you release a song you think is dope, you're like, man, this is going to be the one. You have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But... Never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not as spam, individual emails customize exactly what they ask for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com slash single maximizer take advantage of it right now it's an amazing tool check it out let us know your success stories tell us what works trackstars.com go check it out right now yeah back in the field with the track stars ryan right shantana dj jeremiah was good all right make sure you check out trackstars.com with a z for all the merch we've got the t-shirts we've got the hats we've got the shoes got everything so go check it out get your full wardrobe Man, um, our guy, Chopay, he um, put out a video that's going crazy right now talking about we kind of discussed it uh, a while back when we were um, he because I actually talked to him and he said he's willing to come on. But he put out a video on his channel talking about his opinion of what's wrong with Christian hip hop and the Christian music industry in general. So just to summarize, and it was interesting because I don't hear this point often. And I want to know what you think about it. Okay. But he technically kind of left Christian hip-hop. Did he? And the reason is he felt that it was too many people who were pretending to be a Christian artist, meaning all they really cared about was money and success, and they knew exactly what to say to get people to buy their merch and to support them online and such and such. So being a Christian became more of a business to them than an actual faith. When what they were doing was just using the business of being a Christian to make money. Mm -hmm. And he was also frustrated with the fact that the Christian audience, the Christian music audience doesn't allow Christian artists to make music outside of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus music. And it frustrated him because he's like, you would rather listen to a secular artist talk about love and relationships and heartache and pain instead of a Christian artist talking about those things from a biblical worldview, you, you, he felt confined to a box that everything had to be always a vertical song when there's more things he, he can apply his faith to in his life. So 
I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the people who would say that to him also now go and listen to Beyonce and listen to Jay-Z. And I don't know if that's the same crowd, but that's what he felt. He felt like the audience is is a little too boxed in and the artists are a little too fake. What mm-hmm. do you think? And this is a complete summary. Go watch it for yourself. Um, but that's the gist I got out of it. I think there's some truth to that. I think there's some truth to that. I think we've had artists tell us that, you know, this is an easier lane. You know, you get your views up, you get your opportunity to get in front of some people, make some connections, and then float your music in a different direction eventually, you know? So, um, uh, I remember Chopin having a conversation, having um, an issue not too long ago as well, where he talked about people making money. Off of the music, That's right? That's the same thing. Oh, same article? That was loud. It's a video. He said the same thing in the video. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, then, yeah, I mean, um, basically saying that he, he doesn't see this as a reason. It, it shouldn't be a way to make money. Shouldn't no, no, no. Business. He's just saying that the people that, like, he'll be in a green room mm-hmm. with artists, mm-hmm. and the only conversation in the green room was making money, getting your numbers up, things like that. And as soon as they were called to the stage, it's switching to Christian. Jesus, we love you, such and such. They say all the right things to get people to come to their merch table and buy their stuff. It didn't mm-hmm. feel authentic to him. It wasn't like they were Christians as an outpouring of their faith making music. It was make money. As a Christian, you know the right things to say to get a Christian to support you. So you say it when you need to say it so they give you money. Mm. So it's like it's not saying it's wrong to make money doing it. It just felt like a lot of the artists, that's what their main focus was. Yeah, I mean, we've been in green rooms and we've seen things and heard things that we don't like. Um, I can't necessarily say that it changes my opinion about a person in that instant, in that moment. It would have to be like over time like okay you're still doing this okay you've been talked to okay we've had conversations about it and you're still you know going in that direction then there then there's a reason you know cause for concern but um i wouldn't change i don't think it would change my opinion about somebody um just off of that one incident and then and also what's being said what's being what i'm what am i hearing you know is it out of context, those are those couple of things I would think. Have about. you seen this at all, Jay? No, but I've heard people talk about it a whole lot. Ever since, like I said, when I accepted finally what I was supposed to be doing and using my gift for God, um, like when I stepped into it, I was I just felt like an outsider for a long time, and like I still kind of do um, because I don't really ever put myself in the type of rooms with those people and stuff. But I do know when I had my whole transition. Um, it is it was harder to get people to accept you it was harder to get people to accept me on this side than it was the other side wow mm. and and um that's why i always thought it was ironic with like the whole kanye thing because obviously kanye on a whole nother level and known than i am but but i seen the same thing that happened to him because it happened to me and when i transitioned over uh, i just i my fire lit in 2014 and it's been ever since and um and i remember i would reach out you know because i was like okay i was like we're gonna start over ground zero you know i'm not gonna be in hollywood i'm not gonna be doing these other things like i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm do church and i'm gonna do wherever else god calls me to whether it's music venues prisons clubs shows and i've done them all since then but but i would notice when i started reaching out to uh to some churches because i was trying to figure it out at first i was like okay i was like uh do i just i just always need to be in churches now i don't know but let's start reaching out to them and they wouldn't believe me 
They were just mm-hmm. like, ah, nah, we don't, we don't think you for real, nothing like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, what, what makes you think I'm not for real? I was like, that's crazy. I was like, I love yeah. Jesus, you know, and like I was so hyped. And they'd go back, and there was this one specific church and stuff, and they were like, yeah, we looked into your stuff, and, you know, we just can't have our youth and people looking into you and then seeing the stuff that you yeah, used to yeah, do. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, ain't that the testimony? Yeah, you know? Yeah. I like to see what I was and now to see what I am. So and, real, real quick, Jay, for the people who don't know the story, what were you before 2014? Um, So I was still a hip-hop artist, but it was just my music and my message was not of what my gift was supposed to be used for mm-hmm. it wasn't anti-god well i guess how deep you want to take the conversation but it, it <laughs> yeah. wasn't promoting god it yeah. was it was me selfish it was yeah, me yeah. flesh my goals were women money taking care of my mama and only yeah. one of those three were good yeah. and i still want to take care of my mama just for anybody was like oh which one was <clears throat> but um but yeah but now it's like again the the whole transition of what happens is like I said earlier, like from the milk to the meat. And I just say that because I know it's what a lot of church lingo is. But really, it's, it's being a shallow relationship, having a deeper relationship. Yeah. And what happened was that one of my favorite scriptures was the Romans 12, too, about being renewed in your mind. Mm-hmm. And along my journey, I have found a lot of church people that are just religious claiming the titles, but they haven't been renewed in their mind from artists to people in the pews to a whole bunch of people. And, and I thank God. And I believe that is another reason why he does keep me from getting into all of that mix because I see like, Oh, like I said, I glimpsed in. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to be part of that. Like bickering and fighting. And you know, like I said, the monies and the numbers and all that stuff. And when I tell people is, is when you keep the main thing, the main thing, which is Jesus, everything else is going to come. Just like he said, when I said earlier, the Matthew six thirty three. you know, when you seek ye first, the kingdom of God and all is his righteousness, he says, all of these things mm-hmm. will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. And so it's everything, everything you are in need of. But the thing you got to do is you got to be seeking him first. And if you're not seeking him first, If you're called to this music, that's another thing. If you're called to it, not because, oh, I love God, I love music, so I'm going to just do it. I didn't want this. I didn't want it at all. I didn't want to make music about God. I used to tell, and what's funny is Juice was here. He was one of the producers that I used to work with back in the day before I was making music about God. And I remember he was one of the last people that told me, he was like, hey, bro. You ever thought about making music for Jesus? I was like, what? And I was like, no, dude. Uh, Yeah. And uh, he he said that to me. And like, I was in clubs before, people drinking. And they would tell me, hey, man, you ever thought about making music about God? I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And and God just kept reaching out to me and stuff. And then it got to the point where I was in my church one day that I, I attended back home. And my pastor called me out. And he said, the Holy Spirit told me that you were supposed to make a song for God. I was like, dog, like it had been years now and stuff. And now it had to come out of a mouth that I respected. And then so I finally ended up taking the transition. I thought it was going to be one song, but it was my entire life wow. and it was the entire calling. And then so I really dove in then. And it was like, I never had nobody's guidance other than being guided by God. It was like, I never was tapped in. I didn't know. I didn't know Christian artists. I didn't know people actually rapped about God. I thought before I thought it was a joke. I was like, people don't do that. That's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then I found out, I was like, oh, wow, they do, you know? But it was like, so when I stepped into it, like I said, it was like the church and them, like they were hesitant, like, ah, we don't believe you and stuff. And I was like, well, why not? I was like, what do you mean? I love the Lord. Jesus is Lord. The Bible says, if you say Jesus is Lord, 
that's the real deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but people still wouldn't believe me. And um, but then when I continued to go and I just continued to chase God, I continued to see things. It was like then I finally went on my own first tour. And it was like God started doing these things, but I seen what was different as I continued to meet these other people is that they would, their focus was off. Their mm-hmm. focus wasn't focused on the right thing. And when you're not focused on the right thing, you're gonna get the wrong results. Mm-hmm. You know? But that was my biggest takeaway is that I continue to learn is the Romans 12 too. make sure your mind is truly transformed. Yeah. Make sure you are truly really called to do this and then make for sure you're really seeking the kingdom and his righteousness first. Yeah. And then a lot of people fall short too, because they want to, one of my favorite quotes from Myron Golden, he says, use the money to get and help the people. But a lot of people use the people to get the money. Mm. And like what you were saying, they do this yeah. and go out and say all the sugar-coated things and, hey, come see me at my merch table, you know? And, and it's messed up because when God says, seek ye first my kingdom and all of my righteousness, when you look up and you find out, it even says later, we are the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. So if we are the righteousness of God, but then you're using people and abusing people, you're messing up the second part of the scripture that says, seek first my kingdom and all of my righteousness. So yeah, righteousness is other things too, but he clearly says we are the righteousness. So if you're misusing people and using them for gain monetarily or other things that's not proper in alignment with kingdom, you're messing up everything, you know? So it's like when you see that and then you see a bunch of other artists, you know, doing these things and talking and stuff and, and that's just like even a topic, you know what I'm saying? In the culture of this side of music, it's very interesting. And it's like, man, that's rough. And I believe the answer is Matthew 6, 33. Mm. So I've, I've been in a lot of green rooms and you've, you've been there with me, Ryan, there is a pressure to play the game you know what i mean like there is i hate that this is true but people are people are sheep right there there's things that you know you can say that'll get people to raise their hand there's things that you know you could say to get people to be like amen or or right like you know you can say certain things to get that reaction and it's a temptation for very gifted people to not use that power and that knowledge of knowing mm-hmm. what the right things to say and saying what is really happening in your heart. Because yeah. after a while, honestly, man, as a performer, when when your livelihood depends on it, right. it's a scary place, man, because it's almost like man, I, they, I got to get them to clap and rape. Yeah. So I, I got to make the song do that. I got to yeah. make my spoken word do yeah. that. Yeah. This this economy of church is is a scary thing, man. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to navigate, even as a company here. It's hard to navigate, man. We really want to do what Jesus wants us to do. We really want to advance the gospel, but we have bills and we have to pay for things and we have to do stuff. How do you balance this yeah. this desire to please God? But then you have to learn all these business tactics and formulas to stay afloat, man. We need prayer. Like all, everybody you see on TV on an album that says they're a Christian, it's it's really difficult. It's really difficult when this becomes your business and your life to balance, to remember like, why did I start doing this? Why did I start doing this? Because now it's just like clocking in at a certain point. And a lot of people make mistakes there and they start to drift away from why God told them in the first place. Mm -hmm. And, I see a lot of people fall to that, man. So just pray for us. Like if you're if you're a fan of what you see us doing, if you're an aspiring creator that wants to do this one day yourself, whatever whatever place you see yourself in, 
pray for the people you see because a lot of them, a lot of them, I'll say most of them, mm. they start doing this for a godly reason. Along the way, it gets really difficult. It yeah. gets really difficult. And you have to start making choices to compromise or not. And you may not realize it as you're doing it, but you make little compromises to just make bills, to keep your family eating and all that kind of stuff. And you look back and you're like, oh, I'm just doing this now. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this now. And it's not really from the same place of God outpouring of God wants me to do this. There's yeah. a vision behind it. I'm following him. It's, it's really difficult. I'll say this too. The green room is also a curtain call. Because when you're in the green room, someone has established that you are somebody. You're either somebody that yes. someone has invited out. So you're yes. already feeling the competition in the room. You're already feeling like, well, this person, I'm, I'm sitting next to this person. They have more numbers than me. It's, it's always, a, um, it's always a, a trap for you to feel. Yes. Go ahead. You yes. got something no, on your mind. No, because you just reminded me, when, when we performed that Passion, I'm in a green room with Francis Chan and Louis the Giglio. Yeah. This person Chan. over here. All these like yeah. famous Christians, right? There's a celebrity culture inside the church, too. And yeah. you just start to see like, like the gravity around these people. Like everybody wants to say hi, and everybody mm-hmm. wants to, you know, it's like you just, you, it's just a human nature can't help it. Like you just, yeah, you, you. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be as transparent as possible because this comes for everybody. What happens is, as a young creative, you feel like, man, if 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 Lecrae just knew me, this would pop. If Francis Chan would just talk to me and then and bring me on tour with him, this would mm-hmm. pop. You just feel like this urge to be like, oh, man, if, if, if I say the right thing to this one or this one, mm-hmm. then, then it'll, it'll work for me. That, that's such a, it's such a dangerous emotion to feel yeah. because you know it's not right, but it's like, then what am I supposed to do? But it and happens. the answer is you're supposed to trust them completely. It's not, even if it but doesn't it, work, it's okay. Yeah. But that doesn't, it, in the moment when you're in the room, mm-hmm. It's really difficult. But Lecrae discovered KB at a Flavor Fest mm-hmm. after he was performing. Yeah, the, so it, you so feel that mind, way because you know it's true. You know it's true. It can happen. So you're like, oh well, Lecrae got to know KB, and look at where KB's career went from there, and look at where KB is now, and you know, and so on and so forth. And so, you know, we have those conversations with these artists, and we say, you know, what is something that you would tell somebody that's aspiring to be where you are? You know, it, the answer can be a million different things because people see it differently. You know, if, if you know, people ask me, you know, well, what was it like for you guys to go from AM, FM radio to being, you know, now on satellite radio? It's like, well, to be honest with you, it was it was tough. It was difficult, you know, and to be able to try to, like, have somebody help somebody recreate that is really hard because it's just timing. It's different things. It's different avenues and relationships that opened up that door so but the result really the say. results are not even what i'm talking about i'm just talking about that that feeling you mm-hmm. get in your heart yeah you know what yeah. i'm talking about where it's like man if, if yeah. that person knows me then it yeah. then, then yeah. this will work yeah I, I it worked it, for me yeah i'll, I'll say <laughs> yeah I, I feel it's a real thing because because ultimately is a, it's a real thing you know yeah. Yeah. but it's yeah. i think it goes back to the balance of i always 
try to teach people is self-reflection examine yourself why is it that you're wanting that you yeah. know mm-hmm. like you got to reflect on the why why is it? are you wanting that just because your own selfish reasons mm-hmm. or is this like okay if this happens this could grow the ministry and i could reach so many other people and help people really hard to tell and, the difference yeah and yeah and that's and <laughs> yeah. that's the balance and stuff and and that's why that's why i believe the the prayer life is key for all of us and stuff you know because yeah. like the holy spirit will always keep us in check about that because i i and i say i, I know this because it's like i i felt that too so like now like one of the things it's just me not telling everybody do it this is what i do yeah is i try to make for sure the same love so like for in that area lecrae is one of the people i haven't met yet i actually would like to meet him because i got a cool testimony to share mm-hmm. to him that he did in my life mm-hmm. but but like i try to make for sure when there's people that are around that i don't even know i try to make for sure that yeah. i show them the same love and communication and importance as I would show Lecrae. Mm-hmm. Or like if uh, Eminem walked in or, uh, you know, um, any of these high up people, I try to make for sure I am showing the same love to this guy in the corner that yeah. I don't know, maybe holding the boom mic to the same I would show them and stuff like that. And I feel that is where we can continue to like make sure we check ourselves and mm. stuff to make for sure our love isn't compromised and it's like it's genuine. But again, it, it can be but, tough sometimes. But Jay, this is what I end up doing. I'm so worried that I'm doing all these things for the wrong reason mm-hmm. that I end up not talking to Lecrae at all. <laughs> I end yeah. up not talking to, like I've, I've been, I've been near so many people that man, if I would have just said hi to this person, yeah. I, you know, would have been a great situation for us, but I'm so concerned that I'm only doing that because of what it can do for me. Yeah. yeah. That I avoid it completely, which is probably the best thing for me at that moment. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's such a hard thing to distinguish between, no, this is actually something God wants you to do mm-hmm. versus I'm just being selfish. I'm just being a fanboy. I'm just being like, I'm, I'm trying to come mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this happened to me um, when I was 18 years old. My mentor was at a birthday party and I went up to him and I met him and I introduced myself and I thought that would stick. Right. But then I had an opportunity where I thought this is going to stick better. I performed karaoke in front of him, which was very hard for me. Very hard for me. I wouldn't do it to this day. But I performed it in front of him, and it made me stick out with him. So when I saw him again, he remembered the karaoke, and that's how he became. I became his um, his mentee and worked with him for the next seven years, because, and that's how I got in radio. Yeah. So what's your lesson here? Just do it anyway? No, the, the lesson is... <laughs> it worked for me. Just try it. No, no, no. The lesson is... Um, Know when God is pushing you to make that move, okay. right? How? Huh? How do you know? Because your your motive is your, your motive is right. Yeah. So I said that was like mm-hmm. a self check. How do you yourself. know? Even in there's so many people who feel like their motive is always right. Mm-hmm. So how do you know it is right? Like definitively. Good. I would say one of the things that. I would share is is that's why we should always be praying for discernment. And I feel that is the answer. And that is an answer where it is that intuitive thing. When you are in alignment with God and alignment with the spirit, you will know. Now, there is times when it can be still tough. But I feel when you really pray and you're actually fasting regularly, you know, like Jesus said, a way of this life is prayer and fasting. (laughs) But people fast maybe once a year with the church and stuff and they don't fast personally at all. So it's like I believe that being sensitive to the spirit by being in alignment with it and praying and having that discernment, especially in this business, I'll share with y'all because it was one of my prayers. I began to pray God and I asked God for a double dose of discernment. Give me that double blessing. And I remember I was at a church one day and this pastor called me out and said, God has given you a double dose. I was like, oh, 
I said, I said this person in alignment right here because I was yeah. scrambling. But and, and it's interesting because I, I continue to see it work in my life. Whether mm. when I'm around new people and stuff, it's like this automatic thing where the Holy Spirit allows me to see who they really are. I'm y'all know this person, but I ain't gonna say this person. But but I was trying to tell this person about this certain artist, and I said, bro, watch out. And I was letting them know what I was seeing and stuff. They didn't see it. They was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm trying to tell you. And I always tell people in my circle, yo, pray for discernment. Pray for discernment because that is the answer for it. And then it was like six months went by. They all got attached in their heartstrings, stuff like that. And then it was over six months later, they finally seen what I tried to warn them about before. Mm-hmm. And it blew up in all their faces. And then they, mm-hmm. they were left heartbroken and just disgusted. I was like, discernment, man. Like, I believe that is that key and stuff because it's like, you can get in that motion where I feel like when it's the spirit speaking to you, mm-hmm. then you'll feel this tug of war. And it's like, okay, this probably ain't right. I just I just know so many people that swear they have discernment, that swear they talk to God every day, that swear they do all that stuff. And it's like, no, you, yeah. no, you don't. Even if you do, you ain't listening. Like mm-hmm. everybody, everybody <laughs> thinks that they got it, you know? Yeah. And I'm I'm very aware of that. And I don't, I think my fear is that I will think I got it and I will think I have prayed for discernment mm-hmm. and I got it. I've just seen too many people say that and they're, they're lying to themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, your question was, how do I know? Yeah. So Rattler, whatever they do, it ain't got to affect you at all. You know? So the main thing is just for you, you know? Yeah. Does that make lie, sense? People lie to themselves, man. I, I, I don't want to well, lie to myself. But, <laughs> I think people lie too much. I man. think this week I've really been kind of like focused on discernment because of See? this submersible situation and yeah. the people that turned away from it mm-hmm. and now you're hearing their interviews saying oh I got on the boat and it was shaky or oh I had my deposit out there and I pulled it back because I didn't like what I heard on the I didn't like what I read in the safety you know precautions and things like that and so it's like discernment can be so many different things for us I just, it just depends on how you, you. And I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I got you guys. <laughs> I just feel like the victors write the history books too often when it comes to discernment. Like, I was right, so I was right about my discernment too, you know? When you, okay, I guess you got it right, but it's like, man, I, I'm just really cautious when it comes to, I just know how tempting it is to believe that you have figured it out and everyone else hasn't. And I am just super cautious about that. And I always... I always check myself to make sure that I am not falling for that as well, that I'm the one that has prayed for discernment. I'm the one that understands this better than other people. I'm the one that fasted enough or paid enough. And now it is okay for me to make this decision confidently because I, I'm doing what those people didn't do. And I'm like, mm. man, everybody thinks that. I think that everybody God gives that. us something of our own to believe that this is what he wanted us to know about ourselves, right? And so it could be just a small trade or a small thing that you know how to do that God is like, yeah, I wanted you to know that so that you could use it for several different reasons, you know? Honestly, my prayer is, hey, just do it for me. Like, whatever I end up doing, please make it be the thing you wanted me to do. Like, I yeah. don't, I am not smart enough to figure out if I have discerned this correctly or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really need extra help, God. Yeah. Please just... Just help babysit me through this. I do not know what to do. So that gives me a little bit more cover to where even if I mess this up, even if I choose wrong, fix it for me, God. Like auto-tune my situation because I Mm -hmm. I do not trust Mm -hmm. myself or anybody else Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. So just do it for me because I'm just, I'm really, really, really extra cute to 
you know, being overconfident when it comes to that stuff. Like I, I, I have seen too many false profits when it comes to that. And I, I don't, I don't yeah. want to ever touch that. Mm-hmm. So. I'll say what's dope. Like what you're saying though, is it, it scripture put me in mind was Romans eight twenty eight. you know, all things work in the favor <laughs> yeah, of those exactly. who love the Lord. So it's yeah. like, you know, even when we do, when we see like, ah, oh, came up short. But it's good though, yeah. Because he's going to end up working out in your favor anyway. Yeah. So that that's the blessing. That's that's but, yeah. But yeah, don't don't also like be too scrutiny on yourself where then you don't make the move. Yeah, you know, I, I miss a step. Yeah, because yeah. it's like yeah. yeah, like take all the opportunities. But then again, there's a balance because then it's like somebody hears that and they're like, okay, yeah, I should just, just take all the I opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, like he'll, no, he'll fix it for me. Yeah, it's no, like, it's, no, it's like there's a balance, you know. But that's yeah. why I think that whole point of you know really. Being in like spirit, lead me, lead me, Holy Spirit, like being aligned. Yeah, I would. The only thing that I just piercing through every time I'm thinking during this conversation is mm-hmm. don't ever assume that you got it, don't ever assume that you figured it out because oh, yeah. you, you walk boldly and, and trust the process and, and all that kind of stuff. But every time I've thought that I have finally, I'm the one that understands this now, man, God checks me so hard. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I just, just, just as a caution. Yeah. Get get in your Bible fast, pray, increase your discernment, pray for wisdom, pray for strength against temptation, but never think you arrived at it because I I just seen too too many people out here like I got it and it's like yeah. boom, they trip. They yeah. trip hard. Um so anyway, that's 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 what's shining through to me. I would say that'd be the main thing to always always like you said, remain humble. Just think to this that you're never going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is only going to give it to you. So it's like, you're never going to only he's anything that we get. He's giving it to you and stuff, you know? So it's like every blessing is like, you didn't get that blessing. He gave it to you. You know, like when, when they were talking about like, like Jesus, what are you doing? Like we, we chose you. We left our wives. We left everything. He was like, what? (laughs) I chose you. Yeah, exactly. He came, he said, follow me. He was, hey, hey, Jesus, I'm going to follow you and stuff. No, he's like, no, you know? So, I, like, that's what made me think yeah. of when you were saying that, too. It's like, yeah, to, to make sure everybody out there stays humble. It's like, you don't get anything. He gives exactly, it to you. Exactly, exactly. J-Nib, tell them how to yes. find you, man, sports. You did, you did great today, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. I Ex- had fun Ex- talking with you. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent, man. Yeah, yeah so like I said, uh, the new album is out right now called In My Own Lane. Um, very blessed and excited. Uh, got the homie Kenton Jones on there. Okay. Um, got a track with the, the Williams Singers. They're really dope, too. Um, got the one with KFU and, and got uh, 12 tracks total and then a motivational track. Um, it's very, very exciting. It's, man, went through the time of me being homeless, went through the time of just spinal injuries, went through a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. There's a bunch of testimonies in there, but uh, in a dope, cool way that it's telling it. And you can get that now. It's out everywhere. Um, uh, right now, doing the MON Lane tour. We'll be here in Georgia, then going back to Florida, and then up in Nashville, and then still booking more dates for it now. And then everywhere is just JNIB, J NIBB.com, or just J NIBB anywhere on social media. And then, uh, yeah, you can find a uh, link in the bio yeah. for any, you yeah. know, whatever y'all want to get and stuff, or just shoot me a message. We can talk about Jesus. Hey, Amen. Before you guys leave the show today, please go to patreon.com forward slash trackstars universe. Join the universe as little as $5. You get a free t-shirt. We got a bunch of people in there now that have joined. It was first time I said it. It's not too late. Get in there. We're having some great conversations. We're doing bonus episodes all throughout the week. Let us know what you want us to talk about. That matters as well. So please join us. Support us. If you're already a Trackstars Universe member, email me, Sean, at trackstars.com, and we'll get you swapped over um, to the Patreon because there's cool stuff happening in Patreon. Just if, if you're in the Facebook group right now, move to Patreon. There's awesome bonus episodes in there. So, all right, man, let's get back into it. 
Uh, you in the field with the track stars Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go.